It's me, Sean Capri, and welcome to episode 165 of We The Gamer Cast. It comes to you every Monday on iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Mother Love and YouTube. Every single Monday, it, uh, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for hitting thumbs up and subscribing if you haven't already. Subscribe, then it comes to you all the time, every single Monday. Because if you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have Sweet Hangs with a Stranger from the Internet. We talk about video games and other whole bunch of stuff. If you want to be on the show, very easy. Just tweet at me at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. Um, a few things I want to get out of the way right out of the gate, guys. Let's thank our people at patreon.com slash make us better. You make us better all the time. Us, Nintendo Nostalgia, and Warp Whistle Gaming, and holy crap, so many other people, PSVG, and of course, Joseph Moran. Um, it's all thanks to our producers, especially our platinum executive producers, Mr. Corey Hicks at twitch.tv slash chicks underscore 18, and Mr. Mark Moody at youtube.com slash outoflives. Our gold executive producers, Mike BC and Panache Malloy, and all of our gold, our executive producers, Stephen Ifrady, Joey Splats, Carol Underwood, Dante Bellini Jr., Jared Gauthier, Dude427, Kevin Austin, Josh Barboni, Tammy Ryan, Robert Bobby Miller, Tim Ulf, Tom and Tim Ulf. Maybe there's a Tom. Tim, love you, buddy. Joel Brooks, Martini Jean, David Ray, and Jesse Armstrong. Guys, thank you so much. We have a very special episode here for you. I will be talking to Sarah Daniels. It's hard to say not I'm Sarah Daniels just because that's how I know her on twitch.tv slash I'm Sarah Daniels and twitter.com slash I'm Sarah Daniels. This is a, this is a good heart to heart for somebody that like before a week ago, I had never met. I'd never been aware of her streams. And then all of a sudden a tweet came out and I was like, you got to be on the show. And we're going to get to that in just a second. There is something that has been going on for those of you who have been listening for a little while. Uh, every episode for the last couple of weeks, I've been kind of jumping into three things I've been grateful for. And it's definitely been helping my mood. And I know a lot of you have been kind of like reaching back to me. So let's do the three things that I'm grateful for. And if you guys like, you can leave something in the comments or tweet. I think there's like kind of a cool thing going on, man. Like last week was awesome. A lot of people, you guys reaching out three things you're grateful for. It's just going to put your mind in a positive space. Even if you're having a rough day, it's just like, let's think about things that are great. And for me, three things. First of all, all the people who are doing this thing, I'm grateful for you guys. Grateful for everybody who's like thinking this is a good idea. And I think you're helping somebody else. The second thing I'm grateful for is the people who take the time out of their day to reach out to the guests and let them know that they had a great show. I know a lot of people reached out to Joe after work last weekend, especially Antonio Guillen. And we had a bonus episode in the last, uh, I don't even know, 10 days or so. So thank you guys so much. I know it takes just that little extra effort. Rather than complaining about something on the internet, you're actually kind of supporting. And that means so much to me. So thank you guys for doing that. And the third thing that I am grateful for that uh, I actually have to maybe replace now is my therapist. I have been seeing a therapist since uh, late December of last year, and she just accepted a new position with the local school board. She has to go move on. So I just, I'm, I'm grateful for the journey that we went on, and I'm just excited to see what's next for for that. So a little, little scared, excited, but a little like, kind of like, okay, well, she's no longer there. So, so now what? Um, so we'll see probably see somebody new and and I'll keep you definitely keep you guys updated on that. Speaking of keeping you updated, you need to know about Extra Life. Go to our Discord. The link is in the in the YouTube. It's also in the show notes for the podcast and everything like that. Go to the Discord. Nathan Thomas has started a, an Extra Life for the Make Us Better family. So let's all join up there. I don't know if I'm necessarily going to be fundraising for, but I'm going to be like jumping into people's streams and chats and I will be there like a mofo as much as I possibly can. But with a baby coming pretty much like the next week, possibly even that day. Who even knows? Nobody knows how this stuff works. Um, 
we'll have to see. But uh, I want to make sure I want that you guys know that Extra Life is happening and the Make Us Better family is making it happen. So please join. If you guys have any reason to stream or want to play games for 24 hours, there is no better reason than to do that. So so please join us there. But other than that, guys, we're going to get right into it. I have a real, I just, I just finished talking to Sarah about maybe a couple hours ago. Been hanging out with Lincoln. We're watching some Disney songs, sing along songs. It's been a great day. But this is a special one, guys. We're going to talk, we're going to do the whole gamut. You know, for those of you who've been listening for a little while, you know exactly what I mean. For those of you who are new, please enjoy my chat with Sarah Daniels. I've been checking out a few of your videos, so I, I have a couple things that I wanted to maybe get get there. But we'll see. Okay. We'll see if time permitting, because we got to get to streaming, and I've got know, Mario Kart so to play later. Things. There's so many things. So I much took, to cover. I took my son out to uh, just the park around here, but it's Canada, so we have to go inside. You can't you can't be outside for any length of time. Of course. So he course. just like played on the slide for an hour. So oh, he just kind of just crawled cute. up the steps. But that's where these bags come from, in case you were wondering. <laughs> I don't sleep. All I do is go to the gym and then stream. So, so um, I understand the pain, but no child yet. Just a cat. Not yet. Not yet. Someday. Well, I'm, I'm getting married in the fall. So. Oh, congratulations! Thank you. Oh, it's that's actually awesome. coming up so soon, and we finally like everything's paid, everything's done. Mm-hmm. That's like the worst part about getting married is just everything that isn't the wedding itself. Big time. <laughs> Yeah, my wife and I got married on a cruise ship in Florida, actually. So hilarious! I, I was actually really funny. Oh no way! Look at this. Yeah. Meant to be. Yep. Yeah. So are you there now? Are you in Florida now? Or no, I live in the New York City area. Oh, very nice. Yeah. Man. It's all right. What? Those <laughs> are like right. my two favorite places. I've been to New Get York out. like five or six times. I got married in Florida. I love Disney World and all that kind of stuff. Hilarious. But my wife and I have, have sort of like joked about what if we were just to retire in florida and she doesn't realize that like everybody retires in florida like that's yeah, a thing it, it is a thing it's yeah. definitely a thing but like florida is pretty great i mean growing i grew up there and i was a disney princess for 12 years so mm-hmm. it's just like an aggressive amount of time to live there but every time <laughs> i go back i love it like i'm going back monday for vacation that's why i Are have like you? suitcase and boxes and all the garbage Are you ready me. to go it's like we'll finish packing or finish do this and then we'll just walk up the door trying Try. I love it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you again for, for doing this. But I did want, maybe while we're talking about Florida and growing up there, I kind of wanted to get a sense of like, what is like your gaming origins? Like everybody sees you on stream now and killing it at Destiny and everything else. But like, where does that all come from? And there's a certain tweet that we're definitely going to get to. I can't um, wait. I think it's good. But I, I want the background. I got to do my homework here a little bit, of bring course. everybody kind of up to speed because I think it's, it feeds into that part of the conversation. So yes. you didn't just start playing games because, you know, you can do it on the internet now. Yeah. So I'm very curious, like, where, where it started for you. Yeah, it's funny because I feel like the, like, how did you get into video games is a question that we ask women so often because it's, like, it's such it's such a male-dominated activity. It's like yep. sports or anything else. People just expect men to do that. So they're like, oh, how did you get into it? Like, mm-hmm. how did that even happen? Yeah, was so, it an accident? Like, were you... Yeah, like, yeah. did you fall onto a console and you were like, maybe <laughs> exactly. I should play this thing? So my sister and I, we always liked, like, connects and, like, Legos and stuff, like, cool buildy stuff. And mm-hmm. so our parents... My dad's a psychologist. They never, like, pigeonholed us into, like, princesses and, like, pretty stuff. Mm-hmm. So... When I was younger, I don't remember, I don't even remember when it started, but my parents bought us a Super Nintendo, Mm -hmm. um, and we had 
so many games, but my favorite memory from like Super Nintendo and the Sega Genesis. Genesis was like my favorite system. You guys had both? It, yeah, we had both. Oh man, that's a <laughs> that's a both. that's a good household. Fancy house. No big deal. Um, no big deal. But the Genesis had this game called Wacky World mm-hmm. where you had a mouse and a mouse pad and you could like build worlds and you could make music. It was unbelievable. I had no it idea. Was, Oh my gosh, it was so cool. And I kept talking about it on stream and people were like, you're lying. There was never a mouse pad or a mouse. So I went home to my parents recently. They were cleaning out the garage and we found my Super Nintendo yes. with mouse pad and Genesis with mouse pad. And I was like, everyone get wrecked. You're all wrong. I'm right. You don't know anything. So so we played, you know, we had like the girly games. Like there was this like My Crystal Pony game, but then we loved Sonic the Hedgehog. And then, you know, Super Nintendo, Super Mario RPG, like come oh, yeah. on, like best. Oh, you're man, playing all the so things. Fun. I okay. So oh, first of all, there's so much. There's so much here, Sarah. This is so hilarious. Much. First of all, I don't think that gamers will ever grow out of like you're full of shit thing. Because like yeah. I, I've been doing that since I was six years old. Like you're yep. lying. That's not true. Like because yeah. there's always like these weird secrets. Like the thing when I was a kid, everybody was saying on Mario, like the very on the NES Mario, you could jump over the pipe at the end. Like when it's yeah. just that animation in between levels, yeah. everybody said there was a way to jump over or like all these like nonsensical yeah. things. Yeah. But it was like, yeah, we've been calling each other liars forever. So I love that forever. now here you are with like, yes, p- p- yeah, girls on the internet. Calling it's you a crazy. And I always, you know, I recount stuff like this. And then I remember, you know, when I was, I guess I must have been like 12 ish maybe Mm -hmm. younger 11 12 and i was doing this ballet six week dance camp in the summer it was like an intensive for people training to be professionals and it was every day like an aggressively early time till very very late and it was my birthday and i was opening presents and there's a video and i'm i look like i'm half asleep and i'm opening (laughs) presents and i open up majora's mask on the 64 and i look at the camera and i go do i have time to play (laughs) <laughs> and my mom was like, well, you have, you have to get dressed for dance. And I do this, open up my jacket, and I'm fully dressed, like, oh ready to go. Oh, my God, and I love it. it's so funny. And it's, like, the pure just, like, do I have time? Look, I'm dressed. Like, I it was, love it. It's so funny. And, like, I don't know. And even as a kid, like, I remember finding friends in school who liked games, like Final Fantasy. Oh, that's good. Final Fantasy is the series that got me, like, just mm-hmm. so obsessed. Like, Zelda, of course, duh super mario rpg like stuff like that yes but like Mm. final fantasy like love stories those kinds of storylines got me like wrecked like so hooked just aggressively i have heard so many people talk about final fantasy and like their love for final fantasy and my whole thing is that like people who grew up playing like rpgs like that you guys are automatically smarter than me so that's first and (laughs) foremost because i was too dumb to figure those things out but you're the first you're the first person to talk about the love stories in them. I think we get there maybe with like maybe Kingdom Hearts or something like that. Yes. But like the first thing you brought up was love stories in Final Fantasy. I think find that fascinating. And it's funny because, you know, video games are generally guided towards men. That's sure. just how it is. So when you have these games like Final Fantasy where there's actual love stories that develop, not like Super Mario where it's like, oh, him and Peach should totally be dating, but, like, it's not a thing. Like, mm-hmm. he, she's always going to be like, nah, you know? And, like, Zelda and Link, she's just kind of like, nah, you know? She's so like, then, are we brother and sister or not? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> she's like, what's, what's the tea? Like, what is this? Yeah. So then you've got Final Fantasy, and, like, Final Fantasy IX is my ultimate, ultimate favorite game. Mm-hmm. I've replayed it, like, 17 times. I'm replaying it right now. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, it's this amazing story of like princess and the pauper, you know, you've got this girl who's becoming queen and you've got this dude who's like a thief and he performs in an acting troupe, which is hilarious, but they use that as a trope (laughs) to like steal, which is crazy. So like they fall in love and it's so sweet and so relatable and beautiful. And like the characters just so well developed. It's just, oh man, like replaying Final Fantasy nine has me like, I am, we are torn from the same cloth because when <laughs> I get like so excited about a game, like I become like, I can't even talk. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, like a different human, but it's like, a, like you're five years old again. Yeah. It's like, mom, yeah. and I did this thing and yeah. it was this stuff. And then yeah. this other thing happened and you're just like, you can't even. And yes, it's, you can't, uh, can't even like you're a white girl and you can't even. Exactly. Like, that's how I feel. Thank you. Yes. I never really been able to figure that out. Like, what do I feel like? You're right. I feel like a white girl who you can't feel like even. a white girl who can't even. She just went to Starbucks, got a pumpkin spice latte. She can't <laughs> even. I was going to make that the title of the episode. I was just about making a note, but I'm like, that might come across the wrong way because I'm actually <laughs> talking about me. But like, no, we don't want to. We don't give people the wrong way. So you said you had a sister. You said you had a dad yeah. who's a psychologist. I kind of wanted to dive into a little bit of, of this stuff, too. This is the show, by the way. Um, like, do we just like, you think you're going to come and talk about video games, but it's a whole farce. We, the game, like, we talk like this much to video everything. games. Everything. And then we it's just the rest everything. of life. We, we really do. This show is like, quite honestly, like probably saved my life. Um, but this is, I wanted to dive into you, you and your sister growing up, like who's older, who's younger, like who's introducing who to what and all that stuff. Oh, so good. So the only person in our four person family, my mom, my dad, my sister and I, Same the here. only people who play video games are my mom, my sister and I. My dad oh. does not play games. Love it. <laughs> so we're just the not not typical. So what I remember of, you know, like the addiction starting is like, you know, as kids, <laughs> me and my sister would play together and sometimes we'd like switch off like harder parts, you know, like I do the easy parts because my sister's three years older than me. There it is. Um, and uh, we would switch off and like she would do the harder stuff and and she'd backseat game me when I would play, you know, typical mm-hmm. family. And um, and then. One night she came home. I'll never forget. I, f- I remember the moment that this happened. We were all sitting around the TV. And my sister was like, I just went over to Sarah Campbell's house. And her brother was playing this game Sarah on the PlayStation. Campbell. Sarah Campbell. <laughs> I, I remember it. it all. Sarah Campbell. She had a brother. And he was playing Final Fantasy VII. And Alyssa was like, we have to get a PlayStation because we have to get this game Final Fantasy VII. And my parents were like, well, I don't know. So we all sat around the TV mm-hmm. to watch it to make sure it was okay, you know, for kids. And that first scene comes up with Eris in the market and the graphics. And you're like, what is this? Like, this is the greatest <laughs> thing. After coming out of, you know, like N64, like it was just unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And so we would all just sit around like as a family and like, watch Final Fantasy 7 or like we'd play it together and one time I saved over her game we still talk about it classic yep oh my god I saved over her game I was so young I was like eight right Mm -hmm. so like that Halloween I dressed up as heiress for Halloween no one knew who I was except some boys anyway anyway so so my mom and I like then my sister would like do her own thing and my mom and I would do the switching off thing like where I'd play the hard stuff my mom would play the easy stuff and we did that with like Kingdom Hearts. We did that with the Final Fantasy games. We'd like watch them and play them together. And um, so my dad just like he's just a doctor chilling and like, what's up? Cool guys. <laughs> yep, gonna go back Enjoy to work your now. Games. Like, dude, have fun. <laughs> How did your mom get into it? Um, I think it was she grew up with brothers, and they I think they had the Atari. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, like, she was just kind of interested in it by being around them. And then once we had so many systems in the house, it was like, 
that was it. My mom still plays World of Warcraft. Get um, out of here. Yeah. She's, That's the title she's... of the show. <laughs> My, My mom, mom plays, plays WoW. Well. <laughs> and it's so funny because, like, she offers to pay for me to play it. Because, like, I'm like, I can't play it. I have to pay monthly. Like, I can't. Like, it's too much. I just, mm-hmm. whatever. I want to do other stuff. So she's like, I will pay for you to play it. So she did for a while. And then I just felt too bad. And so I canceled it. But but you guys could play World of Warcraft together. You could go I on, know. on your everything. We used, to, we used to have, so my mom's name, she watches my channel. And uh, her name's Wally Spam. And so on Wednesdays, <laughs> I used to do Wow Wally Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> Play with my mom, and she's so dope. Like I'm just really, I'm lucky. My parents are just no unbelievable. kidding. Yeah. I've, I've just kind of like my dad. My dad calls my uh, the podcast a blog, so he kind of like mixes up oh, all the words oh, and stuff. Like that's it, adorable. That's one way to You're put like, it. It's also like, that? come on, dad. Like yeah, it's <laughs> it's a podcast, and this will be the time we'd be like, I'm going to check out Sean's blog, and you'll listen to my podcast, oh, and let's oh. hear me slamming him a little bit. So your mom, your mom grew up with uh, with video games. Your dad's a psychologist. What is what's that like having a dad as a doctor? I'm sure very busy, but also like. Is he psychoanalyzing you at every at every turn? You know, I'm sure that he is, but <laughs> he doesn't he would never give advice unless asked. So mm-hmm. like if I'm having any life issues and I need advice, I'll ask him and he'll give me the most amazing like Yoda advice. Really? And it's wonderful. Yeah. But if I'm just living my life, he won't give me any advice. That's like if I'm just existing, he'll just mind his business. Yeah. Until I say, hey, I need advice. And then he's like, all right, I got you. Mm -hmm. But until then, nothing. He just lets us do our thing. And I think that really helped me growing up as someone who I started working very young. Um, I started doing professional ballets when I was eight. And uh, and I was a model when I was that age, too. Mm -hmm. And then I went on tour when I was 13. And like, I've just been working for so long. And my dad, like, thank goodness I had a father who could, like, coach me through just, like, existing and, like, being busy and, like, working as a youth. Yeah. But he's never made me feel like, uh, mind your business. He's always very just, like, chilling until you need him, Mm -hmm. which is awesome. My goodness. You must need, like, a psychologist degree to grow up in a household, maybe with three women as well. Like, did he feel, like, isolated in a way or just, like... Uh my dad's kind of a softy. Is he? I'm so, sure. Yeah, he's like he gets like my mom sends me pictures constantly of him in like my stream swag, like my Sarah no Daniels club. Yeah, like he's very Super sentimental, supportive. very yeah. sweet, and just a softy. Like I'm definitely me and my mom are definitely more like get over it, but like he's more <laughs> he's yeah. like so sweet, like. He's just, oh, I love my dad. Yeah, that's, uh, I'm, we're about to have a daughter and that's probably going to be me as well. Like it's, she's going to grow up being like, whatever dad. And I'll be like, oh my God, let's, <laughs> let's, let's get together. Yeah. Let's talk. Let's whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, it's that. Yeah. So I'm just that's trying to like so pick up little cute. notes everywhere. Wherever yeah. I can. So, okay. Growing up with every, basically every system. Let's get back to games for a second. Okay. I wanted to ask you about like the acquisition of every console, basically, like, <laughs> So for some people, like, they, they got to, like, beg, plead, and steal so they can get, like, whatever the next console is. You kind of talked about, like, sitting around watching the game, which I think is amazing given that you ended up getting into streaming later. So, like, yeah. watching other people play has just been, like, part of what you do, part of what you Truly. grow up. So, like, is it birthdays only? Is it, like, we want this thing when it comes out? Like, what are some of those acquisitions well, like? The, I don't remember the acquisition of the NES, uh, like, our first, like, Super NES or the Sega. 
Yeah, I just mm-hmm. it kind of just arrived and yep. like showed up, and I, here I was. I think I think that the Super Nintendo was like gifted to us. Maybe I might be wrong from like another family that didn't use it. And then oh my the, gosh, what a mistake! Yeah, <laughs> idiots. Yeah. So <laughs> I believe the Genesis was like a new purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, the N sixty four was definitely like a Christmas. Um, You're like the N64 kid, just like losing it, like the Majora's Master. I love that. Yes, the N64 kid for sure. And then the PlayStation 1, I believe that was bought specifically because Final Fantasy was a thing. Yep. Um, So the first PlayStation 1, you remember the big like blocky one? Oh, yeah. And then then we bought another one, the smaller one, because I was going on tour. And I'm going to show it to you because I have it in my closet. Got to take it with you. No, this is it's my favorite part. Important. Absolutely. Well, I, I start the show just like, and everybody, she can't even hear me right now. But for those of you listening, I start the show. You already know this by now, too. I start the show just talking for like 10 minutes, filling up absolutely empty space. We now have a Barbie do- box on the on the desk yes. here. Amazing. Barbie box on the desk, which is like even funnier. I have this vintage Barbie box where I keep my PlayStation 1. Yeah. Um. This is my relic. This is what I took on tour with me. It was a PlayStation 1 that had a pop-up screen. Yes! I love that! <laughs> and it had a battery pack um, that attached to it that was just garbage. It only worked for like an hour and a half. But I beat Spyro Pretty on good. the bus. Yeah. Oh, Spyro's in here right now! <laughs> oh my god, I love yeah. that. So this thing's dope, and it still works. <laughs> um, and I keep it in this like vintage case with all the pristine. plugs. It is. Um, and it says my name on the phone, so you can't see it because the lighting, <laughs> it but it's just Sarah Daniels. <laughs> yeah, make sure everybody knows. But I would, like, bring it to the theater, plug it into the wall, and just play. Mm-hmm. And I was playing Final Fantasy IX on tour, too, so. So were you, but, like, like, the weird one ever? Because, like, I know me growing up, like, there was definitely, like, the kids who played video games. And as as I got older, that was that group was smaller and smaller and smaller. Now the internet, yeah. now we all play video games. Yeah, yeah. But, like, what was that like growing up with like this huge obvious obsession with games? Like I love it seemed like you just like didn't care. Like you just like this yeah. I love games and like doesn't matter. I never cared. And I think that's that's why streaming is easy because yeah. as a female on the internet, just already you're a target for harassment. Yeah, nice going. But yeah, right. Being female. Yeah. Gosh. Good job. Rude. Yeah. Good job. You got the internet. Super inconvenience me. for me. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. So I think that, thank goodness that I don't care. I've just never cared. Yeah. Like, if someone thinks I'm a weirdo, great. If someone thinks I'm cool, great. If someone thinks I'm mean, fine. If someone thinks I'm not mean, fine. It doesn't Are you matter. mean, though? Never Are you mean? Sometimes. Yeah. I... <laughs> yeah. You're like, well, fine, because, like, maybe they're a little bit right, too. They're right sometimes. Only sometimes. If Here's the thing. I'm never mean unless you're mean to me first. But if you're mean to me first, then, like, bets off. Like, Don't fire the fire department. Exactly. If you can't take it, don't dish it. Don't mm-hmm. do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's been really helpful just in life. And, I mean, I'm a professional actor. So, like, thank God I've never cared. I'm like, oh, you like, I'm not right for the part? Great. See ya. On to the next, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, but that, that muscle takes some training though, a little bit too, doesn't it? It's something like a little bit of practice of like the whole, like, don't care. Like it's, yeah. uh, I don't know, maybe it is more natural to some people and maybe that's where I, you I think. Yeah. I think it does come somewhat naturally because like I care more about like my weight than I do about how people think about me. Like I have like severe body dysmorphia, so that's my struggle, but everything else I don't care. Like if someone thinks I'm fat, I don't care because I already like, that's my struggle. Mm-hmm. So Anyone else's, uh, like, 
the way that they see me doesn't it just doesn't matter but like my fiance for example also an actor doing it professionally for just as long as me and he cares so much about what people think he's like did i say something weird do your friends think i'm weird did i say something funny did i say something weird at the party like do you think that people think i'm weird and i'm like (laughs) that probably goes over really well yeah, but, okay, a- so but is that like an opposites kind of like complement each other? My wife are opposite in so many different ways. We both yeah. love video games. I my the memory I'll have of her for the rest of my life is like going over to her condo when we first started dating, and I just like like she had a ground level condo, so you could come in through the back door or whatever. Yeah, which sounds awful. Um, no, I can <laughs> just totally slide in, it. and she's there playing. Um, ocarina of time and I'm, and she's like and i'm like hey and she's like just a second like she gives me like the hang on a second like as she's playing through and i'm like i should be mad because she's kind of just like shooing me away but i'm like this is kind of the best thing ever like i basically just got down on a knee right there we were dating for like you three were like weeks we should time. just marry like, yeah right now. i think i just need to marry this girl so yeah for sure for so sure. yeah so is it like an opposites kind of thing that helps you guys kind of like balance each other out in that way i think so yeah. because like i i just don't care like I don't want to hurt anyone, but like, I don't care what people think of me or Mm -hmm. the things like if I have an opinion and I speak it, like if I tweet something that's controversial and people are mad, I'm like, too bad. Yeah, too bad. That's my opinion. That's me. It's not you. That's fine. You don't have to like it. You don't have to respect it even. Just Mm -hmm. it's not you. So don't worry about it. I'm kind of <laughs> glad that this is actually, I, I thought that this mentality was disappearing a little bit, Sarah. So I'm actually kind of glad that this is still, still kind of persisting in a way, maybe even just in small areas. But the fact that it's still, it's like a light of hope for yeah. us. So you are allowed to have an opinion. And, yeah. if it, and it's not like you're outwardly, and it's, maybe we can get right into it too. Because the tweet that you had on a, a few days ago, I'm like, I got to talk to Sarah about this because I don't see anybody talking like this anymore. So I really appreciated it. And you said on on July 27th, because I got the tweet oh. right here, you said, yo, yo, we have to stop this attitude that is completely impossible for pretty girls to grow up liking video games. No one popped out of the womb as a hot chick. Everyone was once a child. Video games are fun and universal. You don't have to be MLG to have fun, which I'm like, I didn't even get to the MLG part, to be honest <laughs> with you. I don't even know what that means because I'm old. But... I I love this like this notion because with this show I love exploring like growing up and then like going from a kid to an adult but I've never explored it from like oh yeah I suppose like you don't grow up like looking like you do when you're streaming yeah and now like that's the case so I kind of wanted to see like first of all like where did this maybe like what prompted you to kind of go like yo yo I just like <laughs> dropped full knowledge like I was okay so here's how this happened I was sitting on the couch. And I was actually having a conversation on stream, uh, like afterwards in Discord with someone I play with a lot, a good friend. And we were just talking about how frustrating it is when people come into my chat. And like, first of all, the tweet isn't me saying I'm a pretty girl. It's just me saying like, hey, we have to stop this idiocy. So someone, yeah, you know, did you people check your privilege? Often, is that a privilege checking yeah. situation? I don't really yeah, understand. I that have at to all. literally check my privilege. Be like, yeah. I don't think I'm pretty, everyone. It's OK. But like. I'm okay. I'm fine. I, yeah. I do all right for myself. So we were talking about how it's frustrating when people come in and they're like, wow, it's nice to finally see like a hot girl, like being good at games or like actually playing the game or, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's not a compliment. That's yeah. rude. Just because like you see a girl who you think is attractive playing a game doesn't mean you get to flame women on Twitch who are maybe doing things differently than how you want them to. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's this constant conversation about the IRL directory and like, well, these girls are using their bodies to make money and stealing views. Okay, sir, 
your Fortnite YouTube has one subscriber. It's your mom. She's not like no Aww. one who wants to watch your Fortnite stuff is going to want to watch those girls and vice versa. So mm-hmm. we need to stop being mad. Like I don't go into, you know, someone's burger shop and be like, burgers are the worst. Like donuts are where it's at. You're stealing viewers from <laughs> the donut shop. No one's looking at those donuts anymore. They just want burgers. It's your fault. Nah. Someone who wants a donut is going to get a donut. They're not going to get a burger and vice versa. Hang on. Now you got me thinking about maybe. Is that the case? Do I... <laughs> You're like, wait, have wait I done a minute. That? Do I spoil like, my appetite? It's with just the like. <laughs> Sorry. It just frustrates me so much because I don't care about what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. If like, particularly if their content and my content don't align, they're not stealing my viewers. Yeah. Like they're they're in a different directory and they're doing different things and that's okay i'm not gonna have the same viewers as like my friend dr lupo who's like an a stellar fortnite player who plays competitively i play pve casually in games that's what i do mm-hmm. no one who wants to watch mlg gameplay snipes from five thousand meters is gonna watch me you know so i'm not like wow dr lupo you suck you're stealing my viewers because you're sniping like no nah, mm-hmm. that's that's Here's- Here's the other thing that I really like about the way that you kind of talk about this too is the like what more my mind went to. Maybe I'll just do this on on your behalf. I don't know, but like, I suck at games. I'm like average looking <laughs> at best, and stream. It's like so. Why isn't anybody going to me? Like, hey, what the hell? Like, why are you streaming? Why are average looking guys? Why are average intelligence guys? My biggest thing is that there's probably too many. Like, and maybe I should just take myself out of the picture so that I actually like practice what I preach here. But like, I really like, like, I like, um, like Andrea Renee is probably one of the smartest people, period, in video games. And she articulates herself in a way that I really appreciate. And then I look at like the dozen other podcasts that I listen to or, or people who kind of comment on the industry. And it's like, do you really even have like much to say? So why did it take like this magical formula of a, of an attractive, smart, like intelligent person who has done all of her training? Like you got to like check every single box and more. So I get like I, I get a little frustrated about that as well, almost on on behalf. But I I like that that's not even where you went. You're just kind of talking about like the types of streamers that yeah. there are on the internet. Yeah, and there's you know, I know that there's this mindset of like you know if you're a female and you're on Twitch, you probably like picked up a controller a year ago because you saw that there was another girl making money on Twitch. You put a like low cut shirt on and you sit there and you make money. Like people think that as a female with a low cut shirt on playing video games, people just throw money at you. First of all, lies. Second of all, a lot of girls just wear low cut shirts because they're more comfortable because like I wear a T-shirt and a pajama pant because I'm afraid of people saying, oh, well, she's showing skin like, oh, well, whatever. Like my friend Vicky is like hot, like so hot gorgeous hair, beautiful face, big old boobs, is a great gamer and gets crap constantly Mm -hmm. because she has boobs. Meanwhile, I wear a low-cut shirt and don't get any crap at all. So thank you guys for that. not fair. Like, (laughs) it's so stupid. Like, you're allowed to be pretty and also like games. Mm -hmm. And like, I know, like, some people are like, wow. So like, you're saying ugly girls don't deserve respect. Okay, first of all, nobody's ugly. That's an opinion and a mean word to say about people. First of all, everyone has something redeeming about them. Regardless, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Second of all, it doesn't, nothing 
justifies being rude to anyone or or saying that someone doesn't do something because of their gender. Right. So obviously I include everyone, but you know, there it's women who like wear makeup and do their hair and like dress cute and post photos on Instagram. Those kind of women couldn't have possibly just liked playing games. Mm-hmm. Also, Never. has anybody anybody like tried to set up a stream? Like I know it's getting easier and oh easier as time God. goes on. What really? Oh my gosh, half of my day is me fixing problems. Yep. Like, you have to either hire a designer, which costs money, or design it yourself, or, like, have a friend, like, an amazing designer who will do stuff for you for free, and then you have to set up OBS, audio, a mixer, you have Mm -hmm. to set up overlays, graphics, notifications, cameras, a camera rig, lighting, monitors, computer, like... What? Yeah, no, only only guys are accredited for actually like figuring all that stuff out. Like you probably just like watch maybe a YouTube video, right? I faked building my computer on stream. I faked it. I faked it. Why? All what? Oh, no, you're joking. You can, that one slipped by. That one slipped by. I did this and someone put their arms through mine mm-hmm. and they built the PC while I just sat there. You, do, you need to do the robot maybe just a little bit more. <laughs> what do you what do you run in your PC, by the way? Like what kind of rig um, you got there? My rig's okay. It's like I was a pre-build that I then took apart and put a new motherboard on. Uh, I have badass man. Oh, not great. I love it. Just pre-build, but just taken apart. So I have new fans. I added new fans. I took out the motherboard. Basically, everything's new. It's just like the old case. So I have. um, I'm running an ASUS motherboard with a 1080 Ti. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, have, I have two internal capture cards. I have a Magewell and an Evermedia, which was a gift from a friend. Is the Magewell the dual one? Do you have like? I don't have the. I don't have the dual one. I that it was like a billion dollars. I know. I had a friend buy it for me, and I was like, "Don't do it." Oh don't. wow, good it's friend. So good yeah. friend. Good yeah. friend. Um. So yeah, I run two internal capture cards. I'm an i7, uh, 6700. It's the sixth gen. It's okay. Um, I run 16 gigs of RAM. Uh, I have a Corsair, like hydro cooling. Dope. See, I need, I need one of the listeners. His name is Ribo. I need Ribo to tell me all of these things. He knows my, <laughs> he knows my system better than I do because he's helped me out with like I had like a power supply unit problem like once upon a time oh, and my computer no. just wasn't, wasn't turning on or like it would freeze up for a little bit and then shut off and, and I'm like I have no idea and he's like you know what. Sounds like your power supply unit. And I'm like, how? You're not even here. Oh, like, oh. You, like a magician. That's exactly. I have a friend, Power GPU. Um, if anyone ever needs PC help, he is oh, unbelievable. Nice. He is crazy good. He helped, he helped like Myth and a, and a bunch of other streamers, Lucky and Buttwipe, uh, make their PCs amazing. Sorry, what was the last one that you said that really Lucky quickly? Lucky and Buttwipe, they that play Trials. They're the a Destiny PvP players and they're, they're wonderful humans. Um, but yeah, so for me, wipe. I actually think... <laughs> The only thing that still stands for my old build is the wires, like the cabling mm. and the power supply unit. That's mm. all that stands. Oh, and the hard drive. I don't. I have an SSD in there. I just haven't transferred the stuff over. I put it in and was like, hmm, I'll do it later. Because, like, honestly, who the hell has time for that? So you said earlier you go to the gym, you sleep, you, you stream. You have a seven-day schedule going on right now. Since the beginning of July, is that what happened when you yeah, started so- that? So because I'm a, a professional actress, I do musicals all over the country, and I just came from Canada uh, doing Greece. but I'm often out of town, often traveling. So my stream schedule when I'm in a show, you know, shows are at night, so I have to stream at like 2 p.m., and then I stream till like, you know, 6.30, go to my call time, do my thing, but I can't do seven days a week normally because sometimes we'll have two shows Saturday, two shows Sunday, mm-hmm. so like streaming between shows is crazy when you're doing a two-and-a-half-hour musical. Um 
So seven days is my preference. I don't like to take days off. I actually, I have really bad anxiety and days off as well as missing or being late to streams makes me nutty cuckoo. Like yesterday I was, I don't know, two minutes late and I was like, well, my career's over. I'm never streaming again. No one's going to watch my thing. Like literally I was panicking. I was like, no one's going to watch my stream. I just lost all my subscribers. I'm two minutes late. I'm not consistent. So nobody's going to like me. I'm crazy. No, but okay. So I want to like, I laugh and I'm like, I want to, I hope you know that I'm laughing like with you because there's certainly like a a shared kind of like that when things kind of get way out of hand in your own head and like, I, like I feel like a lot of people listening to this make their own stuff as well. So yeah. we've all kind of been there and you make up like your own rules for like how yes. people are going to react and then yes. you enforce those rules like twice as hard as anybody else even realizes they exist. And so it's what, just I, you. It's like you work for yourself. Like I work for myself. So mm-hmm. like Sarah, you're allowed to be late. Like chill out. You don't have to go to the gym, but I have to go to the gym because I'm crazy. So, but the seven day thing, is that why? Like, is it part of the rules that you set up for yourself? Like you're like, I don't know. Do I need I to like say this? Like Sarah, like Sarah, you're allowed to take a day off. I know. Like I have two my friend... even. You can even do two. I don't know. We can take like one step at a time here. Well, it's, it's funny because like streamers, when we take vacations, I mean, we just lose subscribers. Yeah. And it's not always a loss. Like sometimes it's just that people are waiting for you to get back on so they can resub. But, you know, I'm sitting in Mexico looking at my dashboard going, <gasps> you yeah. know, like that chart out. is just going pew. It's like, just going, but not really, like maybe just a little bit, but in your yeah. mind, it's like going through the in floor. In my head, it's like, you know, and I'm not even a, like a huge streamer. I'm, I'm a small streamer. You know, I typically have around like 80 to 150 viewers. So I'm a small streamer. I'm not like, I'm not making 50 grand a month. I'm just out here paying my rent, you know, yeah. but like still to me taking vacation, taking a day off, I'm like, if I had been on, like, maybe something big would have happened. Maybe, you know, something good would have happened. Somebody would have seen my thing, you know. So, and then the more sponsors you get, the more you're like, oh, well, I feel like I have to be on more so I can promote the product so I can, like, help them so that they're like, <laughs> You're Crazy. going like a mil. I, I don't mean to, like, maybe we can, like, well, by the end of it, because I know you want to go on after this, we'll try and, like, maybe have, like, a chai tea or something together. Um, um, seriously. But, like, okay, so I never really even thought of, like why, or maybe I can ask you before I even suggest. Like, why do you think people unsubscribe when that when a streamer takes a break or even takes um, a day off? I honestly think that it, it it's really prime subs more than anything right. uh, because prime subs fall off. So when they fall off, you have thirty days to continue your streak. But prime subs, you will usually you know wait till you're back on. But sometimes if you know if you're on vacation, your prime subs up, then they're like, well, I'll take it to another streamer. You right. know. So like generally like tiered subs stick around um, and prime subs are the ones that usually fall off. But I mean, at the end of the day, I sit here at my desk, I see my chat and I go, how am I even allowed to do this? Like how these people allow me to do this for my job in between shows and support me endlessly. And that's Mm. shocking. If I had four subs, I'd be like, well, guys, we made it. We made it. This is this is the big leagues. We're, we're famous. We did it. We're playing games. <laughs> I love it. And you, man, me and you are so similar in that way. Like you can see like both sides of it where yes. you're like, you appreciate like just that littlest thing, but then like you kind of keep going on and then 
like that one criticism or that one little like negative thing, whatever yeah. it happens to be, somebody says something or something happens and you're like, yep. God help us all. It's yes. all falling apart. That's it. My life's over. Yeah. It's so, so who, odd. Who supports you in that, in, in those way, in, in those times? Uh, my chat, honestly, yeah. like, because I'm, I'm so candid, which <laughs> I haven't decided if it's a good or a bad thing. I just, if I think it, I say it. Um, and my chat, I'll, I'll say stuff sometimes, you know, like I, when Destiny 2 started to fall off um, and people started to really start hating on the game a lot, um, my viewership just plummeted. My subscriber base plummeted almost half. Um, and I was panicked. I was really nervous for the future of my stream and like worrying about like, okay, well, I just have to. Because you still wanted to play Destiny. Yeah, I love Destiny. Yeah. And like. And then it made me realize, well, I should be doing more variety because I play a million zillion games. I didn't play shooters until 2014 when Destiny came out. Like, Mm -hmm. I never had played a shooter. That just wasn't my thing. RPGs only. And then Destiny came out and the PvE was so fun and playing with friends was so fun. And it was just like, well, never liked shooters. I'm still pretty bad. I'm going to play it, though, because I like the, the, like, rating, you know, like that kind of content I love. So so I was like, well, what do I do? And then I had to, like, rethink my stream. And I talked to a lot of my chat and be like, what what do you think? Like, what what do we think we should do? Like, what can we do as a community to, like, you know, make more people want to be here? Yeah. But my chat has helped, like. Some of my chat is, are my best friends, and it's been unbelievable. Like, they've come out to see my shows, and it's been no crazy. Way. It's so cool. We had, like, this meetup in Little Rock, Arkansas, where I did Mamma Mia. People flew from all over the country to come see it, and we had, like, this weekend with, like, like 10 people from, like, our community just coming to see the show and hanging out, and it was, I mean... What did you I guys was, do? We just ate and hung <laughs> out and went and got drunk. And, like, there was one night we were all drinking at the bar, and I was just, like, holding my heart, like, looking around. Like, right? I can't believe that this is real. Yeah. Like, this is insane. So, yeah, we just, like, hung out and ate, and they came to see my show, and it was amazing. And then one one time, I had them all over my apartment, my one-bedroom apartment. Everyone was in my That's apartment. Brave. It was, yeah. It, but these are people I have, like, I know these people. Sure. Like, I've spoken with them so much. Like, I totally trusted them. And... We were all just hanging out and I was streaming and it was like, I'd say something funny and I would just hear them all laugh in different parts of the apartment. And it was like, this is so, it was like having that's live to the audience. Yes. <laughs> so funny. Man, that's like, the next amazing. level. That's yeah. the next level. Maybe, maybe that's what virtual reality will have us. Like everybody can just be like, okay, now we'll have a three, 360 oh. degree camera. Like you can just like pop a squat and be like, be die. right there. That's I'd like die. next level couch co-op, man. Yeah. It was really fun. And, and yeah. it was it was crazy to like form even like deeper friendships with people who like, you know, been playing with these people forever. Mm-hmm. And like, we're always chatting at discord, playing the game, talking about life, like talking about our, you know, families and our lives and our jobs. And, and we just became close friends. And then all of those people gathered in one spot That's and amazing. we just weaved out. It was a maze. Weaved out, man. I'm so yeah. old. Uh, I need to, <laughs> I want to co- Okay. So the observation I make there is that like, the people who you were worried about, like upsetting or alienating or whatever, ostracizing in a way, are the exact same people who kind of like hold you up. Like, don't you think that's yeah. kind of like beautiful? Yeah, yeah. And that's like, what they always say. They're like, "You're so stupid." Like, like we love you. We're not gonna like. We're here. We mm-hmm. like to watch you play. We love to play with you. We like like you know being silly with you and talking and like trolling each other. You know, it's just. I, I just that. feel so lucky. 
I love that. One one thing, because we, we definitely got to get you streaming tonight. But one thing, um, you brought it up, so I feel like maybe we can chat about it just a little bit. Otherwise, just like swap me away. Um, <laughs> but I was I was going through your stream, and one of the highlights was a video where you talk about 10 minutes, uh, 10 or 15 minutes about body dysmorphia. You brought it mm-hmm. up briefly today. The video was from last fall. Yeah. And so I was going to ask you, like how, are, like, how are you doing now? But maybe maybe it's still kind of like a thing that's nah, kind of keep- yeah. I'm so candid. I don't mind talking about it. I okay, talk about okay. it all the time. Um, so yeah, I, I struggle daily, hourly, every second with uh, serious, serious body dysmorphia. I I don't see myself as like being a thin person. Uh, I weigh like 103 pounds right now. In that video, though, I was like five pounds thinner than I am right now, which is so funny. I just like in that video, I was might have been last fall i got down to about 96 pounds which mm-hmm. is really tiny yep. even and for you said that you me. could see yourself even lighter yeah I, I my ideal weight is like 40 pounds um but i uh i've never gotten help for it i've just like decided that weighing my food and counting my calories and going to the gym obsessively every day is okay and yep. then i finally for the first time in my life reached out to a a eating disorder center in my area and uh i haven't gone and done my i have to do like a physical thing whatever they have to like take my blood and whatever but i'm gonna be going like five days a week there to like for you to try to recover and i'm like adding that to my schedule is gonna be crazy but but it's it stems from disney yeah um i was told in 2011 that I was uh, my quote unquote silhouette wasn't like Ariel's and they loved my show, but they thought that I needed to tone up. Um, And since that day, I have not stopped thinking about food. I can't. All I think about is food. It's a horrible way to live and it's a horrible way just to like exist. Um, But it's a thing that a lot of females go through and a lot of men go through as well. Um, and I, I think that it's important to talk about it, especially being someone who's small. Like, I'm very small. But a lot of people are like, oh, well, she's small. Like, of course she thinks she's great. Like, you know, I post photos of my abs on Twitter, which means I must think I'm great. No, I post them because I need people to tell me that I look good. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I post them. Because yeah. I'm cool in the brain. And I need people to tell me that I'm okay, you know. So, so what was it that finally got you to, like, was it a call? Did you have to, like, drive somewhere like what was it that finally got you kind of started on this um recovery path the more like the more i weigh myself multiple times a day and like the more i i was around people like someone on my last contract before i did grease and mamma mia was like hey like i go to the gym with you every single day i watch what you eat and i also see you cry when you weigh yourself like you need help you have to get help like i can't even be your friend if you're not gonna get help like you have to Right. And I was like, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. And then I finally was like, you know what, screw it. And my insurance covers it 100%. So oh, I God. literally don't have a choice. Like, right. I have to go. So, so yeah, uh, hopefully it helps. I don't, I'm, I'm very nervous to start. But. Are you really? Mm-hmm. My, my brother, my brother had it. So I, I grew up at a very young age trying to, like, he had a few. I, I, I don't know necessarily if he was if he it was like diagnosed with like body dysmorphia i'm sure that's probably part of it but certainly like anorexia bulimia like he and he would have panic attacks as well so this I guess is, those 
like mental health, like mental issues in our, in our family just like runs rampant. And so that was my first sort of like blush with it. And I remember just not understanding. Yeah. I'm like, like, just eat. Just, yeah, just eat. eat. Just figure and it out. It, that was like my first kind of like realization once like, and it took a long time for me to really understand, like, I'm thinking about that way too rationally because yeah. like something irrational is happening. And so, but that you can't really get to that place without talking about all of it so uh, this yeah. show is very much about like we, like people listening people on the show um we all kind of come with whatever our demons or everything but i feel like just the more and more we get to talk about these things it's just better for like at least one other person yeah maybe for ourselves too maybe there's like some selfish yes. kind of <laughs> aspect to it as well absolutely but certainly like helping other people just to go look i've got all these other things on the go i'm getting married i've got all the like i've got the stream seven days a week but like you're putting your your health like first you're you're yeah. finally kind of getting to that. I'm so happy to hear that. Thanks. It's it's crazy. And it really is um the more that you talk about it and the more that you can connect with people because like in this day and age we have social media which is has been wonderful. Like thank goodness for it. However, yeah. there's a lot of, you know, people on Instagram who post the best of the best. Like here's me looking skinny. Here's me being perfect. Here's me having an amazing day. Here's a candidate of me laughing with my friends. Like look yeah. at us for drinking mimosas and laughing. Yeah. So best life ever. Best life ever. So there's this blinder that we're all putting mm. up and people are like, wow, like I wish my life was like that. So like, I know that like I have people contact me and be like, oh my gosh, like I love seeing your fitness photos because it inspires me. And I'm like, well, guess what? Like I'm messed up. And that's why I talk about it. Cause I don't want people to think that like, that's my best day. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like yep. that's a really good moment in time. That's not every day. You know, like what you don't see is me getting up, getting on the scale, crying, running five miles at the gym, lifting weights until I can't breathe and like coming up doing stream, you know? Mm -hmm. So like that's what people don't see. So I, I like to make myself appear real because I am, and I mm -hmm. don't ever want people to be like, man, I just wish that things were, you know, that good. Like, you know, I don't ever want that. <laughs> this brings up, this, maybe this is the one of the last things that uh, I want to talk to you about because I have struggled with this personally in terms of like, it becomes such a part of you, not necessarily for, for me, it's, it's more like anxiety. And like, I had a, had a really hard time when my son was about five months old and just kind of like hit this point where I'm like, this is, I feel awful. I can't even get up off the couch. It was absolutely oh, brutal. Yeah. And so part of my almost like resistance or hesitance to get help or get healthy was like, well, this is who I am. Like it was like I it was part of my identity. And yes. so like and that sucks. Like that's the worst sucks. thing that you can sucks. really do. You lock yourself in yeah. because you're like, well, if I'm not this, then like who am I? And yeah. you like kind of have to do some I definitely have to do some like self-reflection on like who who was I before that I was happy with that I'm not now that I'm unhappy with and I don't know, just I, now I'm blabbing a little bit, but I don't know if that's part no, of no, 100%. What you kind of get with it too cuz it's part of who you are, but like yes. maybe there's maybe there comes a time where you can actually like move away from that. Yeah, I wish like uh, it's hard because I use the excuse like, "Oh, well I'm an actor and I play a specific type," right? right? So yeah, totally. I do have to be thin because of the type that I play. But I don't have to be a fitness model. <laughs> right. No one says like you have to weigh everything you eat, Sarah. Like right. No one says that. Not even like my agents don't even know when I'm gaining weight. Like they have no clue. They're like, you look the same. Like, shut up. What are you doing? Like, mm -hmm. you're fine. Like my agents don't even know that I have like a massive issue with it, you know? So it's, it's crazy. You, you just, 
become it becomes who you are yeah. and you're like well i'm the girl who weighs her food i'm the girl who's always talking about counting calories like that's who i am mm-hmm. but like i at a specific at a certain point you have to just look at yourself in the mirror and say you know what this isn't me i'm yes i this doesn't define me i'm right. other things and like and for you especially you're like sixteen thousand other things yeah like, right now you're podcasting you're <laughs> streaming you got all these other things like be a wife like all these other oh, like amazing man. things like yeah anyway I, I say that as kind of like a, a pep talk for whatever it's worth um i just really hope that yeah you 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 find whatever it is that you're looking for in this new journey like i just think that yeah the first step I'm, is is incredible so you got I'm this scared. i have a feeling that you just don't like give up though like one oh, way or another man. so like for that reason then like you got this down already yeah there's there's no there's no giving up and there's i i love busyness i love to be busy Mm -hmm. and you know days off are dope and i need to take like literally today i was just standing in the living room like staring at the carpet and my fiance was like what i was like i just really need to take a day i need to take a day like and i will but you know i like to be busy and i like to i like to be successful in what i do so so i have to beat this because if i don't then i'm not successful Mm -hmm. so but you can't fail if you never try, but that's what I'm talking about. I love it. We'll Sarah, I, I don't know. Is there anything else that you got like have on your mind? Is um, there anything you want to ask me as we're well, while we've got each other here? I don't know. I don't, we covered so much today. Yeah, we man. covered a lot. Um, and I wasn't even prepared. I was like, ah, we'll just see what, what happens. We'll see that's how it pretty goes. Much it. Yeah. I think just like the, the thing that I hope people go away with is like that everyone is allowed to like what they like. And everyone is allowed to do what they feel like doing. And it doesn't affect anyone except for them. Mm-hmm. Unless they are physically harming someone or particularly targeting a, a specific group of people, they're not doing anything wrong. Like, m- mind your business, you know? Mind your business. Just mind, mind your business. Mind your business. Like, let people do what they're going to do. Yeah, everyone likes stuff. And if they say they like it, just let them like it. Wouldn't that be amazing? Holy crap. Wouldn't that sounds way great? too good. Yeah, that, that might be a little too perfect, Sarah. Yeah, probably. Yeah, maybe just, like, back off the ambition just a little bit. But I know that could be tough. Um, <gasps> where, as if people don't already know, where can people find you on the internet, follow your stream, all that, all that good stuff? Um, you can find me at twitch.tv slash I'm Sarah Daniels. You can find me on Twitter. I'm Sarah Daniels. Instagram, it's Sarah Daniels. And I don't know where else. <laughs> there are places <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being so open and honest and just willing to come on and shoot the shit and just talk about yeah, everything and anything. Of course, anytime. This is one of those, this chat. So over the last couple of weeks, actually, I've been kind of wanting to explore a little bit of just what goes in the minds of all these creators. You've noticed over the last few weeks, we've had Antonio again, we've had Joe after work now with Sarah. Uh, We've had a lot of people with that creative itch, that creative muscle that has been trained somewhere in our brain. And I obviously connect with that very strongly. And there's there's a particular kind of like characteristic think that comes along with that and i want to explore that with sarah on a number of different levels so i'm very grateful she obviously thank you sarah if you're listening to this thank you for for being there and for just going along going along with it I'm very like she didn't know who i was at all like i just like reached out to this tweet and i was like hey would you like to be on this podcast so and she like responded instantly 
easily could have just like it could have been lost in the shuffle of all the different responses to that particular tweet so thank you for doing that you definitely did not have to and i think people uh hopefully got a little gleaned a little something from that conversation whether the, the deep stuff or maybe people are just going to go back and try final fantasy 9 Maybe I'll go try Final Fantasy IX. Who knows, guys? Please follow Sarah Daniels at I'm Sarah Daniels. Thank you guys for listening and subscribing, hitting the thumbs up, leaving a comment, all of the things, sending your three grateful things. You can follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri. You can follow the website, We the Nerdy. Follow the show, We the GamerCast, because that, I think, helps somehow. If you like this, you can also listen to a couple other things I do. One of the shows, If We Ran Nintendo, I do with my friend Bobby Pauls, the Nintendo Guru, and Jason Lacey. You can follow that show at If We Ran Nintendo. And I record an Xbox show while I drive to work. It's called The Xbox Drive. You can follow that at The Xbox Drive. You can support me and so many other amazing creators at patreon.com slash makeusbetter. I think maybe the best Patreon on the internet. So if you guys like to shovel a couple couple bucks over there, $10 and up gets you at the top of the show. $3 and up, you're in the show notes. And any dollars and up, you get my immense gratitude. So thank you guys so much. Thank you to uh, Gary Gray and Adam Leonard for drawing the things. Thank you to Antonio Guillen for videoing the things. And thank you to Dave Moore for hosting all the things. Last week, I got caught. I got caught rambling a little bit. And if you guys didn't, I record while listening to the music. I know exactly how much time I have before Like Jason comes on in. It keeps these end pieces from being way too long and rambly. Unless I get all the stuff out of the way and then I just kind of have to like fill space at the end like this just a little bit. You can hear the music kind of coming down a little bit. Otherwise, this is 165. (laughs) Episode 165. Oh no, I tricked myself. It's time for Jason. Guys, I ruined the ending. It's time for Jason. He's coming here anytime soon. Are you ready for him? I'm ready for him. It's time for Jason. I'll see you guys next Monday. Bye-bye. Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!